Tonight on the Porn Lover Podcast, episode 22, we're going to talk about bimbofication. What is bimbofication? We're going to explain it, talk about it, dissect it, break it down, and then give you my list of the hottest bimbos in porn today, yesterday. We're going to break it down for you. See if you like it. See if you like this niche, this fetish of bimbofication. Our gone too soon girl was a bimbo. I don't know if she is a bimbo still, but it's Crystal Steel. Crystal Steel only did 100 scenes. And our throwback girl of the week is another of the hottest bimbos ever working, Madison Ivy. Throwback girl of the week. Still maybe doing a scene here or two or there. We're going to talk about before she was a bimbo on this week's Porn Lover Podcast. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to say thanks to all the listeners out there that keep downloading the podcast. And uh, during this lockdown, the podcast has really grown really big. And so I'm getting a lot of requests for people um, from people and ways to support the podcast. And as it's grown, uh, you know, the costs have grown. So I never wanted to make money from this. And a lot of people have asked since the uh, fleshlight option is an expensive toy, if there was a cheaper option to support the podcast. So uh, a couple people suggested a, a patron account, and that's what I did. I created a patron account where if you click on the link in the description, uh, you can help support the podcast. Now, I never want to make money from this, so I just want to keep it going. So that's why I kept the tier at $2. That's it. So the way I figured is if uh, that way everyone can uh, donate if they want, support if they want, and it would keep the uh, just be enough to cover the costs. And, you know, I don't want to even ask, but a lot of people asked. So I set it up. I thank you guys for listening. And, um, if you want to click on the link, it should be in the description, and uh, we'll keep this train rolling. So thanks a lot, and keep stroking. Okay, so 
Welcome to another edition of the Porn Lover Podcast. Thanks for downloading this week. Let's get into it. Um, let's talk about bimbos. What's a bimbo? And then what is bimbofication? It's been around now for a little bit. And what's it mean? So a bimbo is basically an airheaded dumb girl but also she's a sex object for men and she purposely gets off and loves being a sex object and used by men there are girls in the industry that meet this criteria just because you don't like fake tits doesn't mean nobody does there are guys out there that loved love big round bolt-on tits there are guys out there that love big lip injected lips and facial features and a big fake butt there's guys out there and there's girls to meet those guys. So what's a bimbo and how does a bimbo fit into my theory on porn where it's all submission or dominance? Well, becoming a male hyper feminist fantasy of a blow up doll, a Barbie fuck doll is an act of submission that a lot of guys get turned on by so this girl went to the doctor and said make me look like a fuck doll give me big fake blow up tits and make my lips look like balloons why so that i look sexier sucking a cock my tits bounce when i'm getting fucked my ass looks big and round when I'm getting fucked doggy style. These are what bimbos do for their men. Actually, I think they do it for attention. And they really want attention. And they can get easy attention from some guys if they make themselves look like slutty bimbos. I got nothing wrong with that. That's a, it's a free country. Do what you want. It's fascinating that a girl will turn herself into a, a, a male fantasy just so she can get some attention. That's cool. But often you, the other thing you see is older women do it because as their looks fade, it's easy to emphasize the positive, which are big fake tits and big fake lips. So you see older MILFs in the industry start getting the bigger and bigger implants and the bigger and bigger lip injections. Um, if you remember a girl named Sophie D, so her name was Sophie D. I think she was from the UK. She started off as a natural girl, and as she aged, she just bimbofied herself. And that's the process of bimbofication. Another perfect example and probably the most popular bimbo right now she's not blonde she's brunette her name's aletta ocean a-l-e-t-t-a -T -T -A, ocean 
She's a European porn star. Started out with A cup tits and was naturally gorgeous. There's some scenes that that are hard to find where she first started out in the industry and she was a gorgeous brunette. Cut to 10 plus years later and this girl looks like a cartoon. Fake boobs that are double D, huge. Her lips are so big, huge lipstick, fake. And she's got ass cheek implants to make her ass look bigger. And it's all for Instagram photos. And she's posing in so many Instagram shoots. It's unbelievable. She's got millions and millions of follower followers and she looks like a blow up doll. Aletta Ocean. I've heard guys talk like that. She ruined herself. She destroyed. But if you watch her career, she went from you know, no implants and natural, then she got implants. And then from there, she just went wild. She was always taking dick though. She would do gang bangs, threesomes, DPs, anal was never anything for her. But you know, those European girls almost all do anal. Almost every European girl does anal. So not like America where I wonder if half of them do, I would say much less than half. Anyway, so Aletta Ocean's getting DP'd and all that, and her lips and her features just keep getting more and more extreme until she is what she is today. A lot of followers love her. She's, you know, you can't tell what age she is because she's so plastic. And that's another thing of bimbification is plastic, plastic. Guy, There's guys out there that love plastic parts. They want a fuck doll, a blow-up doll that has no brain. That's another thing in the bimbification process. There's memes out there. If you look up bimbification of... Girls going from smart, nerdy student type and transitioning from a nerdy student, book smart, to a total bimbo fuck doll that wears pink lipstick, high white high heels, her tits hanging out, just wants to suck dick, you know, look it up. But so that is so anti-feminist. The femi- it drives the feminists crazy because it's basically saying that girls are choosing to be sexual objects for men because they, they want that. And that infuriates some feminists because their idea is feminine. You know, the, the male-hating feminists out there hate men for objectifying women for their sexual gratification. And these girls are willingly playing along. I personally think there's nothing wrong with being you. If you want, if that makes you feel good, then great. But there's girls out there that will say, these feminists that will say, you know, they don't know what they're doing. Well, but so anyway, the, the, some of these girls who are very smart, they will dumb themselves down actively. They will actively dumb themselves, think dumber, think like a bimbo. That's what they do. There's girls that write books about how to become a bimbo. If you were once smart, how to empty your brain of all thoughts and fill it with cum. Thoughts of cum, always wanting cum. You know, if you just, if they teach these girls to obsess about come wanting to please your man and come as your reward getting filled in all your whole holes with come your come drunk you know come obsessed 
you know, it's super hot to think that you have an empty little fuck doll that you can just dump your load in at any time. And she only exists to please you with her holes, which are yours at any time. You know, that's that I can see that that's hot. Um, so these girls, they know they can get attention by becoming that fuck doll. And there's porn stars that fulfill the fantasy and take it to the extreme where you can actually see guys dumping loads in their mouth and in their holes and they love it. So it fulfills a fantasy. It's, it exists for a reason. Call it cultural. I don't care, but bimbofication is a thing and bimbos are hot. So let's talk about some bimbos. Uh, Aletta Ocean, not my favorite. The hottest girl right now is Savannah Bond. Savannah Bond is your grade A bimbo. Gorgeous, natural curves with some big fake tits to go along with her, her not too big lips yet. And she does anal and she loves cock. She does everything nasty. And she's got blonde curly hair. It looks good. I, I think she's pretty hot for a bimbo. Um, she doesn't do a lot of the extreme stuff yet. And by extreme, I don't mean DPs and anals and all that. Nasty them out. That's not extreme anymore. I'm talking about letting three guys piss in all their holes, drinking cups of piss, um, you know, just getting totally degraded. Some of these bimbos will do it. You know, that pushes the boundaries for me because, you know, I don't I don't know what the turn on of seeing a girl drink a cup of piss is. But anyway, Savannah Bond hasn't done that. But check her out. She's smoking hot. You know, she's what I almost think of as a natural MILF, where most of her is natural with some enhancements that are over the top in the bimbo. Not like Aletta Ocean, you know, or Leela Star. Leela Star, Leela Star to, started out a fresh-faced, gorgeous brunette with natural perky tits and now is like a Kim Kardashian lookalike sucking and fucking black cock and making a fortune. She is a Kim Kardashian lookalike and fake everything and making a fortune because there's guys out there that like that. So she fulfills their fantasy. She's a bimbo. She bimbofied herself. Um, we talked about, so now, here's some girls that... Now, I don't like Danielle Derrick. Her name's Danielle Derrick. She's a skinny stripper with big, giant, fake round tits and big lips. Uh, she gets nasty. I've seen some uh, anal scenes with her, and she, you know, she'll swallow cum and get nasty. But most of the time, she just wants to look like a bimbo and take photographs. And there, there's just a lot of stuff like that. There's porn scenes with Danielle Derrick, but she has not aged well. Imagine... Uh, uh, what's her name? Courtney Cobain, Kurt Cobain's wife, Courtney Hole, I call her because her band was called Hole. Um, she looks like Courtney with but with bigger tits and as a porn star. I mean, she's real used, just a bar slut looking girl that got nasty and 
you know, I've not seen many hot scenes, but she's a bimbo. And another girl you could look up mostly on the internet is uh, Jaina James, J-A-Y-N-A. I think it's Jaina James. She's a Britney Spears bimbo that loves getting guys dumping cum on her face. And, you know, of course, they all dump cum on her tits because that's a big thing is rubbing it in there with these giant fake tits. Jaina James is someone, if you're into Britney Spears bimbos. But for me, uh, the girls that the girls I like are like a friend, friend, Seshka, Francesca James. She has fake tits and a little bit of slight injections in her lips, but her body is just naturally tight and her ass is natural. Her legs are natural and she is hardcore beyond she's a european i think she's brazilian but there's a scene with her in europe that you absolutely must find it's from public disgrace so public disgrace does some of the most crazy scenes you'll find where they parade girls through the streets of europe naked before fucking them in public um putting them in bondage chains and making them walk amongst tourists and then fucking them in be underneath the bridge right across the way, um, coming on their face and making them walk to a bar. And then in the bar, they get fucked again. And while other people take pictures and watch, it's very raw and, and extreme public dis disgrace. And Francesca James is seen. I don't think I'm saying her first name right, but whatever. You look her up, Fran, Francesca. Um, her scenes, she's a, she's a bimbo brunette, but her scenes are, uh, you know, uh, Ass Worship 13 and uh, is another scene with Jules Jordan you have to see. Looks great and just gets fucked by two guys. And she gives passionate performances. I uh, love Francesca James as a as a bimbo um a girl that i kind of i don't know i I'm, she's not her name's chessie k chessie k has a couple photo shoots that i think are really hot and then she's got some scenes that are really hot she fucks two guys lets guys take turns on her but never in her ass but you know it's she gets in these she's a very good bimbo very looks like a, a cartoon fuck doll that has no brain talks real stupid and uh, if you're into that which i get you know she's kind of hot but she gets sloppy, and I don't kind of like that, whereas Francesca James always looks good. Um, Savannah Bond always looks good. Um, and so by my current, which brings us to my current favorite bimbo, is um, Riley Jenner. Riley Jenner, she, I, I think she's gone now, but not before she left us with a bunch of scenes at least 10 scenes where she just got these big blue eyes with these big fake tits natural ass her lips are played with you know they're not natural they're not overly big but she just has this dumb look on her face and just shakes her head yes whenever the director says will you bend over and take it in your ass okay she just says yes to everything and gets fucked in numerous scenes. Mike A. Driano puts her through her, his paces several times, and she just looks like a great-looking bimbo fuck doll. And 
I like her, but I don't think she's around anymore. Riley Jenner. Check her out if you're into blonde bimbos with blue eyes. You know, so there's been bimbos through the years, um, you know, uh, that it before it was a thing. You know, they just went basically they went from normal girl with no tits to bimbo. Whereas now you're seeing with Instagram and and, and, uh, social media, these girls are posting their transformation from goth chick to bimbo. And I guess, you know, what you see is girls that really, you know, look at, view themselves and their bodies as the way that they express how they're feeling. So if these girls are depressed and dark, they become goth chicks. If they're feeling slutty and used, they become bimbos. And so then, you know, most of the thing is reversible. You could take implants out. You could let your lips go down and, you know, deflate and dye your hair to a different color. And, you know, maybe you go back to being something else. I don't know. I don't know what makes a girl want to turn herself into a human fuck doll and let guys dump loads. I, you know, but it's hot and it's America. Go for it. Anyway. That's my take on bimbofication. If you go on Reddit, you can find a subreddit called bimbofication where amateur girls post their transformation pics, getting breast implants, that kind of thing. It's kind of hot. Um, Some of the girls are hot. Some of the girls were not hot, and then they become nice-looking fuck dolls. It's crazy. Um, Bimbofication. So... If you have any other things to add on this or any questions or you want to talk about it, shoot me an email at thepornloverpodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to hear what you have to say about it. So um, that's bimbofication, and that's what we're talking about this week. Thanks. All right. So in keeping with the bimbofication theme we're going to talk about a gone too soon girl named crystal steel so crystal steel started in 2001 at 18 now crystal steel is interesting because she hated porn hated fucking hated cum is the one a famous cum dodger she in one scene the guy she sticks out her tongue early scene of hers he comes on her tongue and she like gags and hacks and it's a hilarious uh, little scene that you just have to see because she's just notoriously can't stand getting cum on her face is certainly on her tongue so she didn't last long only a hundred scenes in the industry five five but she had these bolt-on tits and a great natural ass she kind of had this low voice when she would start moaning and talking she had a low voice and a lot of that split people 50 50 half the people loved it and half the people hated it there there's people out there that are, you either love her or you hate Crystal Steele. And I, I, I don't know why. I think it's her voice. I think it's her dislike for porn. You could just see she was in it for the money from the get-go. But on the flip side, she had a smoke and killer ass and body. She had trashy tattoos from the early 2000s. But she was a blonde bimbo that, you know, had a great body. So 
she was with Club Jenna. She worked with Jenna Jameson when Jenna Jameson was popular and signed her to a contract. She was that type of girl. So she made money and she made it to the top of the, you know, if Jenna Jameson's the original bimbo, the queen bimbo, you know, surgeries, you know, just that is it. it Jenna Jameson signed her. They worked together and Jenna Jameson loved signing blonde bimbos. So... She did that, but, she, you know, and it was mostly lesbians and just cheesy shit. Not, she got out of the hardcore stuff. Jules Jordan shot two or three great scenes with her. Um, the One of the original Flesh Hunters where Jules comes on her face and she hates it. And then in another scene she does with Jules, it's a threesome. They don't do her anally. And... Jules comes on her face and in her eyes. She tried so hard to dodge it and she was so pissed. The reaction is classic because she just tries to laugh, but she's pissed that she got cum on her face. And then she does another scene with him one-on-one -on -one where it's pretty good. And by this time, she she kind of knew you're going to get cum on your face. And it's a pretty hot one and Jules fucks her. And it's a pretty good scene. You know, um, those are all for Jules Jordan. She didn't do much else that I thought was really hot. Um, but those scenes are pretty hot. So then she does the Jenna Jameson stuff and creates a huge fan base. And I was in the minority. Once she did that stuff, I was on to other things. I was not interested. But her fan, her fan base got even bigger when the more bimbo-y she got. And the more of a tease and the less of a hardcore performer. You know, it's interesting. The, you know, her fan base just got ravenous because they wanted to see more and she was showing less. So that's a thought to ponder for the girls out there. I hope it doesn't happen because she was just in it for the money. Get, finishes up with Jenna Jameson and disappears, right? Until she pops up on an escort service site charging... Um, $3,000 an hour for escorting, $3,000 an hour. And if you wanted her to come to you, $15,000 minimum, not kidding. I saw the page, <clears throat> excuse me, but 15,000 to fly to her for her to fly to you and 3000 an hour. If you go to her, I, I just, it's insane. So that's crystal steel. Look her up. Crystal with a K. K-R-Y-S-T-A-L. Steel. And see what you think. And shoot me an email. The Porn Lover Podcast at gmail.com. Those are the sweet sounds of tonight's throwback girl of the week, Madison Ivy. 
the perfect fuck doll bimbo bimbofacide if that is a word Madison Ivy our throwback girl of the week oh man you might be asking yourself how can a girl that is still producing content for the world be a throwback girl of the week but as you know with bimbofication a girl changes. So this throwback is for the old Madison Ivy and the new Madison Ivy, where she went from an A cup breast size to 32 double D. And the only reason it's 32 is because she's so damn small. Madison Ivy is four foot eleven and weighs eighty eight pounds. This girl started in 08 and has been going ever since. She got into a car accident in like two thousand and fourteen or fifteen, and it really fucked her up. She had a, she had back problems and she was out of porn, and then she came back and had some great scenes exclusively for Brazzers. But let's talk about early on. I love Madison Ivy. She's in my Hall of Fame. And you'd say, well, she's got tattoos and she's got big tits. But she's the hottest and only bimbo. If you can call that. She, I mean, she really, you know, she's had lip fillers. She's had surgery. She's definitely had breast implants. Um, she's never had anything in her, like, butt injections or butt surgery. But she is naturally hot and unnaturally hot. The thing I like about her the most is her pussy, her shaved pussy, always shaved, is perfect. So small. Her asshole is the best asshole in the business, bar none. It gapes perfectly when it does because you don't see many anal scenes from her. But she is a tease. She can be a little uh, forceful. She's like a little bad girl. If you like the, 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 what is it, the 90s angst rocker, I would say early 2000s, um, Avril Lavigne, she's like, early on, she, she kind of looked like Avril Lavigne. Um, she's only 30 years old. So she's still in MILF territory. But, you know, she started at 18 and was just played everything from naughty schoolgirl to naughty babysitter and did all of those. And she was just a blonde little fuck toy. She's a blonde little fuck toy with a perfect little perfect holes. And then she, you know, she she started in the golden age of 2008. And then she did a lot of, she just worked and worked. I think she has 440 scenes. It's a lot. A lot of internet stuff later on. She signed exclusively with Brazzers in the last part of her career. So all she did was Brazzers scenes. Um, but the scenes that you definitely, definitely have to check out with her. She didn't do anal uh, very often. And in fact... 
There's only two scenes I know of where she takes dick in her ass and two scenes where she lets other girls put dildos and toys in her ass. And those scenes are hot. So her first scene that you got to see is called Don't Waste It, Taste It Number Four. You heard a little bit of that in the beginning of this segment. And in it, she basically fucks a guy, comes in her mouth, swallows it, and then four more guys appear, and they dump loads in her mouth, and she swallows it. She is not afraid of that. I've never seen her overwhelmed because I think she controls her career and controls what she does. Um, I've seen her in a blow bang if you... you, uh, if you can find the, the, the scene from Cover My Face, okay? So in Cover My Face, she does a six-guy gangbang. No anal, but they take turns on her, and then they coat her face with cum. So she's not afraid of the hard stuff, but never done a DP. Has done a lot of camera work, like cam work and tease videos where she's basically in bikinis and showing off her body, which is perfect. And early on, and then she starts the bimbofication process with her breast implants that got a little bit bigger. And she got a ton of work. This girl has been book solid in the industry from day one because she's perfect for porn. Perfectly built and just looks great riding cock sucking cock she's done a lot of uh you know two on ones but never anal so then you get into her two lesbian anal scenes which are just fantastic gape lovers six and gape lovers three now in gape lovers three she does a scene with jenna hayes one of the biggest porn stars of all time and this scene when I do my top lesbian scenes of all time, this scene will be on it. Gape Lovers 3 with Jenna Hayes. These two, some of the hottest babes in the industry of all time, just go at each other's asses. Tongues, toys, gaping, stretching. I mean, they've never looked better or hotter, these girls. And the lighting's great, the, their tan's great, the makeup's great. These girls look smoking hot in Gape Lovers 3. Gotta see it. Madison takes a toy deep in her ass. Jenna cleans it out and vice versa. Madison's tongue is buried in Jenna Hayes' asshole. Smoking hot to see these girls, these model-type girls getting filthy. Really hot scene. They make out. They swap spit. They share toys. In Gape Lover 6, it's a three-girl with Ashley Fires and another blonde girl. The name will come to me. Give me a second. Either way, the three girls, they take Chastity Lynn. Her name is Chastity Lynn and, and Madison Ivy. The three of them take turns fucking each other's assholes with toys and tongues. And it's epic, epic video, epic scene. Madison's gape is perfect, perfectly round. And I just like that. I don't know why. We love symmetry. We love, you know, what makes a, 
a beautiful woman is symmetry all the way down to her pussy and her asshole. And so that's what is amazing about porn is you get to see holes that you'll never see on that girl walking down the street. And you can only imagine, does she take anal? But we know the girls in, we know Madison Ivy does anal. And she's got a beautiful asshole and it's really gaped wide in Gape Lover 6. So you've got Come On My Face with a six-guy gangbang, no anal. The Jenna Hayes scene, Don't Waste It, Taste It. And then she does, so she gets in a car accident and disappears. She had back surgery. It really fucked her up. She starts smoking weed, hella weed, starts promoting weed, gets her own weed brand. You know, she's 420 all the time on her Twitter account. Posting videos of her taking bong hits, etc. Um, maybe it's the heel, the back pain. Maybe she just loves getting high. So she comes back, signs with Brazzers, and does her first ever um, in IV anal addiction for Brazzers. Her first ever, ever anal scene. Huge, huge tits at this point. Um. And a, and a very dark bronze tan. Her lips are injected. So she's, but but she darkens her hair. So she, she eschews, the, eschews that um, bimbo stereotype of the blonde fuck blow-up doll by going with an auburn hair, but she's still a fuck doll. And she looks great in this scene. You know, I'm not complaining at all because Mick Blue is the guy that fucks her. But Mick Blue really fucks her ass good in this scene. Her fans have been waiting for this scene for six years. And she finally gives it to him. And it's a great scene. Great anal rides him the scene's great ass to mouth and a cum shot on her mouth and it's a great scene that's for brazzers and then soon after that she does a second anal scene for brazzers um i think it's called like giving the the greatest gift of all where she fucks her boyfriend in the ass talks dirty at a, a juicy ass to mouth um beautiful gaping he anal cream pies her comes in her asshole and it's a great scene some of the best you know her dirty talk in that scene is just great so and those are my best scenes that from her she with 400 plus scenes, you know, and working so much, she has a lot of scenes that are very similar scenes. Um, she's hot, but, you know, for me, I, it just gets old seeing the same five positions, the same scenarios over and over. And, and sure, there are standouts even among those same uh, scripted color by numbers, numbers porn scene. But, you know. Some of them are hot, but a lot of them very, they blend together uh, in the sense that she's just done the same thing. And, and I, you know, I get it for her because she's getting paid and people are paying to see those scenes. So that's great. But I like the variety and the scenes I just listed are really her hottest, filthiest, nastiest scenes. Um and I think that, you know, Madison Ivy really in my Hall of Fame fits the uh, the bimbo theme for this week's podcast. 
And she's my hottest bimbo of all time. That's just my personal preference. And uh, so check her out. You all should know Madison Ivy. She's big porn star, big Instagram presence. And, and actually, she might have, I don't think she's done a scene this year in 2020, but I think she did a couple scenes last year, but she really works sporadically because she's got her own revenue streams now from OnlyFans and her Instagram's got millions, two million followers. So she doesn't need to do, you know, scenes anymore, but check her out. Madison Ivy, this week's throwback girl of the week. That'll do it for this week. I gotta say thanks to everyone who sent emails and suggestions, and and uh, I just uh, keep on listening. the The podcast is growing faster than even I imagined. So thanks to all you loyal fans and all the new listeners out there. Um, keep on stroking because we love. We are the Porn Lovers, and this is the Porn Lover Podcast. Thanks again. See you next time.